Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Coming up this week, SeaWorld is fighting a ban on killer whale breeding. And Disney releases a finalized list of celebrities for this year's Candlelight Processional. Also, two college students make a beloved campus employee's dreams of a trip to Walt Disney World come true. And a little later on, our own Steve Porter is going to respond to some critics of his recent article about the updates to Pirates of the Caribbean. All that coming up next. From the Bob Barley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged, episode 857 for the week of October 20th, 2015. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to the show, coming to you live from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, Kathy Worling. Hi, everybody. Jenny Lynn Knopp. Hello. Julie Martin. Hi. Corey Martin. I'm still happy to be here. Back in the production nook, our associate producer, Rhino Clavin, Hello. along with our producer, Craig Williams. Hi. And our intern and very special all-around great guy, <laughs> Steve Jr. Porter. Hello, everyone. So, uh, welcome to the show again. <laughs> uh, for those of you watching live, we apologize for the, uh, the glitch. Uh, we had something go on with YouTube and live stream, and, you know, it is what it is. This is a live show, and sometimes things are going to go wrong. And the color has finally come back into Craig's face. <laughs> yeah, it was <laughs> because Craig was uh, Craig was Craig was pretty uh, Craig was pretty pretty stressed out, but he uh, he handled it like the true pro that he is. Thank you. So, uh, just a couple things in housekeeping before we get started. First of all, uh, John and Kevin are not here again this week uh, because they are in Europe. They are in Paris, actually, right now on a river cruise up the Seine with about thirty other dizzers. And uh, they're going to follow that up with a few nights at Disneyland Paris before returning home toward the end of the month. So it will be early November when I, I believe uh, John and Kevin will be back with us. So uh, they're not gone. They're just away. <laughs> uh, and want to remind everyone to go out and subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash WDWinfo. You're going to find all the great videos that Craig and Rhino produce for us. Uh, every week and you get notices and our playlists and all the special stuff that we put up so youtube.com slash wdw info and while we're plugging the other things that we do the disneyland edition of the Diz unplugged live every sunday night 11 p.m eastern 8 p.m pacific mixler.com and uh, the shows go up on itunes on monday and on tuesday this week mary joe takes a day six drive to the long beach area and Tony talks about ways to buy breakfast for your family at the Disneyland Resort for under $40. So that's all, should be all up on iTunes now. So go check it out. You can also go to disunplugged.com to find all of our shows and all the show notes and anything else related to the show. Um, you can also send us feedback, uh, disunplugged, uh, disunplugged.com slash contact. Leave us a voicemail, send us an email, and uh, give us your thoughts, suggestions, questions. All that good stuff, I seem to be answering them in my solo show. So if you want me to answer something, 
I, I have a bit of housekeeping that has to do with your solo show because there's a lot of emails that come in and where can people find that solo show? Because well, it's, think it's I, I'm getting there. I'm no, getting no, not there. that, not that specific one. Just in general, I, I got emails that were like, we don't. If know If you it goes. are, if you are subscribed to our iTunes feed or subscribe to our YouTube channel, you will get notices or you'll see them because they go up uh, the same iTunes feed that this show is on is where my uh, my solo show goes. And we put them up on YouTube. So I was going to get to that in a second. Sorry. Um, but of course, you know, <laughs> Miss Easy Bake Oven back there has to, has to jump the gun. Um, I know I said last week I was putting a solo show up. It is recorded. I just got caught up with some other things this week and didn't get it finished editing it. It is done. It will be going up tomorrow. Okay? So you will have my solo show tomorrow. And really, you know, I appreciate that you're all excited about it, but lower your expectations on this one. So, um, every Wednesday, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, DizUnplugged.com, The Trip with Jenny Lynn Knopp and Teresa Eccles. And this week, I believe sombreros are in the offing. Yes. Tex-Mex is the topic for this week. We're doing a dining review on Chewy's on International Drive. Awesome. So Wednesday, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, DizUnplugged.com. Which means we have to find the spatula people. The spatula our spatula people, the happy spatula on the And you have to put spatula. little sombreros on the oh, yeah. people. Well, I have to find them first. I think I got lost when we redid the studio. <laughs> okay. And now, <clears throat> you know, spatula people is a thing. <laughs> <laughs> and every Thursday, 1 p.m. Eastern, disunplug.com, Craig Williams, Rhino Clavin, Jenny Lynn Knopp, the Universal Edition of the Dis Unplugged. Craig, what are we talking about this week? Um... I'm sorry, I'm half paying attention right now because I'm still trying to fix a couple things that are uh, going wrong. Uh, we're talking about Universal Orlando. <laughs> wow. It's going to be good. In other, words, in other words, he does not have a show. No, we do. I, uh, I'm sorry. Are we doing a review of the horror makeup show this week, or is that not, is that not a thing? Maybe? Yeah, we're doing that. That's it. There we go. <laughs> okay. Still shaky. It's, it's okay. Craig, breathe, breathe. In through your nose, out through your mouth. He needs a paper bag. He does. He does. So I've already mentioned the solo show. And, uh, of course, Connecting with Walt, the special series on the history of Disney that has been going up every Friday for the month of October. We'll have uh, another episode going up this Friday. I just don't know what it is. It is... Episode 4, The Master Plan. We take a look at Walt Disney's vision for his Florida project, which included many of the resort amenities we're familiar with today. We'll also examine Walt's concept for a city of the future. Can I just say that uh, uh, traffic-wise, that show has jumped to number two of all our shows? Wow. Wow. Surpassed that does only, not surprise me. Surpassed only by this one. So, very, very popular. Uh, if you haven't checked it out, it is available on iTunes. Um, on our feed, uh, the Diz Unplugged feed, and it is also going up on YouTube. The audio is going up on YouTube, so you can check it out there, youtube.com slash wdwinfo. Uh, does anyone else have anything for rapid fire? Housekeeping. 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 <laughs> anything for housekeeping? Housekeeping. This wouldn't be about the time we do rapid fire, though. That's okay. What? This would be about the time that we would Yeah, we should fire. be at rapid fire, but... <laughs> You know, Craig couldn't make things work. Um, <laughs> and the look on his face. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I am kidding. I'm really not. But it's okay. <laughs> um, all right. Our first news story. SeaWorld San Diego is fighting the ban on killer whale breeding. 
Uh, SeaWorld San Diego went before the California Coastal Commission recently to get approval for its $100 million Blue World project, which would double the volume of their existing, existing killer whale facility. During the course of the hearing, the commission added an amendment that bans killer whale breeding at SeaWorld San Diego and another that limits whale transportation as a condition of final approval. In a statement released October 15th, SeaWorld Entertainment announced that the company intends to pursue legal action against the California Coastal Commission for its overreaching condition that would ban killer whale breeding at SeaWorld. SeaWorld President and Chief Executive Joel Manby added, it simply defies common sense that a straightforward land use permit approval would turn into a ban on animal husbandry practices, an area in which the commissioners have no education, training, or expertise. Jared Goodman, Director of uh, Animal Law for PETA, the People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, disagrees, saying that although the Coastal Act focuses on protecting open spaces and wildlife in their native state, it contains no limiting language that excludes captive wildlife. A spokesperson for the California Coastal Commission had no comment on SeaWorld's complaint. The Blue World Project was expected to be open to the public in 2018. So SeaWorld continues to get the bla- uh, the blacklash, the backlash from Blackfish, um, which is exactly what this is. Now I know that there has been particular focus on San Diego, SeaWorld in San Diego, because it's forgive me, it's California. It's where all mm-hmm. the tree hugging hippies live, and. I know you disagree with me on this. I, I yeah, I'm all for this. I'm glad I to am hear too. it. I am so glad to hear <laughs> I'm it. I'm glad they can't um, produce anymore. I and, don't think well, that it's right that they're breeding them. It's which would be the end of SeaWorld. SeaWorld's logo. I mean, so, yeah, uh, they would have to change it to a stingray or something. Something, <laughs> yeah. Well, which would probably not neither here cool. nor there. The right or wrong of it, neither being neither here nor there right now. Um, the uh, the question really is is whether the Coastal Commission has the has the jurisdiction, um, but these are the battles SeaWorld has to fight now. And you know, I said it before. While I do not agree, I think there's an argument to be made about killer whales in captivity. The tactics used by Blackfish were propaganda, and a lot of it is discredited. And if you can't tell the truth and make a compelling case, there's something wrong with your argument. And that's see wh- not what the issue is for me. The issue is for me. Stop reading the whales. Yeah, me too. I just—it's sad. I think they look sad in their tank. I've never seen one that looked happy, and I don't know. It depresses me. You can't let them go because they're like institutionalized. That's exactly. Charles so stop breeding them right. when they can't be so, released. If you are shut down, because they have to be euthanized, I guess. I don't know. If say, if something happened to SeaWorld and they were no more, what would happen to those? They whales? would go to other facilities. They would go to other other marine parks, aquariums, things like that. That's usually what happens when one of these places shuts down. Again, you know what? I I don't – I think there's an argument to be made for what you're saying. I don't disagree that there may be something to be said for stopping the breeding and for stopping the captivity. What I have a problem with is when something like Blackfish comes out and it's a hit job. And it misrepresents facts and it makes things look a certain way when they are not necessarily that way. They make SeaWorld look like this craven. uh, Yeah, I understand what you're saying, but there was also misrepresentation on both sides. SeaWorld was not entirely. Not the the kind of propaganda level that Blackfish. I mean, Blackfish has animal activists posing as scientists in that movie. 
Um, SeaWorld's also saying that they never separated the babies from their moms, and they clearly have. That's how they, I mean, that's all documented as well. There were things that SeaWorld was coming out in its uh, public release that were entirely not true as, in order to try to save face, but those were lies as well. So there's been misrepresentation on both sides. Both sides have an agenda. For me, the issue clearly becomes whether this is right or wrong, not whether the movie was a hit job or not. Yeah. Is it right or is it wrong? Should they be doing this or should they not be doing this? But there are two sides to that story. It's not a black and white right or wrong. Maybe for you it is, but there are other people who disagree that there are there is value. There is value oh, for conservation value. and education oh, yeah. no, and having these animals available for people. I'm not saying SeaWorld is evil as a whole. I'm saying there's a problem with the whales. Stop breeding them. But but Pete saying that the movie does portray SeaWorld as a as a, a villain, whereas like um, it doesn't give credit to like the conservation stuff that it does do, or that they help clean up a lot of spills and stuff. And I I understand both sides of the argument. It's just both sides are fighting with lies. Is the only thing. I'm not pro Blackfish. I want like I agree that that's an emotionally manipulative film, but I do disagree with you. They do only address the issue of the whales. They don't talk about the other parts of SeaWorld, but I have watched that movie three times. And if you're watching it unemotionally, you can begin to separate. They are only addressing the whale issue. They're not saying they're bad with the stingrays or that the whatever else is there is a the terrible polar bear problem. Died. Didn't the polar bear die that they I had in captivity? I don't know, but that's my that's what my point is. They don't address any of the other Well, stuff. you know, if we're gonna go if we're gonna go the route of captivity being bad for animals, then we have to close down all zoos too. Oh, no, I don't like zoos. I don't so, think that's what I'm trying to say. Is I don't think anybody's saying captivity is bad for all animals. They're only saying for the situation of the whales. This is the situation for the whales. But can an argument be made about uh, the lions at Animal Kingdom? Can it be said about elephants? Quite can possibly. it be said about quite possibly? So you know, where's where's the blackfish movie on Animal Kingdom? Where's the blackfish movie on? Maybe it's coming in a few years. This <laughs> might be just the starting point. I, I don't know. I just think that. I, I think that while, like I said, there may be an argument to be made, the way that it's being done, the manipulation being done, especially by the people behind Blackfish, is unfair. Now, SeaWorld's paying the price for that. They're paying the price for that at the gate. They're paying a price for it financially. Uh, as I said a few months ago, I firmly believe at some point they're going to be forced, uh, the way things are going, they're going to be forced to shut down the killer whale exhibits yeah and they're going to need to start at some point putting their efforts into what replaces that and if they don't start doing that at some point soon i think they're going to be caught in a situation where they have to get rid of their biggest draw and they're not going to have anything meaningful enough to replace it because they did not invest in the technology the ideas whatever uh and that will end up being the end of SeaWorld. and i think that would be a crime because I think there is an awful lot of good that comes out of SeaWorld. And I will agree with that statement. And I, do I don't, yeah, but I don't, from that side of things, I don't hear that. I hear everybody just going the blackfish route. And I think that people need to look at SeaWorld as a whole. And uh, so much of the good work that they do, that they never get credit for, that never makes it onto, uh, uh, onto the news, and certainly never has documentaries made about it. And so let's, let's, you know, we're going to consider SeaWorld, let's consider all of it. I mean, there are arguments to be made here about the killer whales, but there is a larger picture as well. 
And that should not be glossed over uh, with this argument. And I think that just everybody's focused on the killer whale issue and the larger picture and some of the other good stories get overlooked. And I think it just needs to be more balanced. And that was my, one of my big problems with, uh, with Blackfish. But so they are going to go after the California Coastal Commission and see if they have, in fact, purview to demand that the husbandry program be stopped. And if they do, if they lose... New logo. Then that's it. I think that that will be the first domino. That will be the first domino. But I I can bet you any amount of money uh, SeaWorld is going to outspend, legally outspend... There's a truck outside now or something. Should I just hand you my keys now? Um, Well, I don't know why they're coming at 1.40. They're usually here at 7 o'clock in the morning. Um, So I don't know. All right. Let's move on. There's so many distractions in the show today. (laughs) Jeez Louise. So Disney Channel commissions a script for Descendants 2. Descendants 2 is officially in the works as the Disney Channel has commissioned a script for the sequel from the writers of the original. The made-for-TV movie aired this summer and was a coming-of-age adventure about the teenage children of the most famous Disney villains and heroes. All of the actors are expected to return for the sequel. The original movie, directed by High School Musical's Kenny Ortega, proved to be a hit, ranking in, raking in 12.2 million U.S. viewers. The movie also received 3.3 million views on the Watch Disney Channel app. It is currently up to 32 million total viewers. Gary Marsh, president and chief uh, creative officer of Disney Channel's Worldwide, said, by almost every measure, domestically and globally, Descendants has already become one of the biggest entertainment properties of the year. So not a surprise that Descendants is getting a sequel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. See, when this was first announced, I thought it was going to be a series. Yeah, me too. That's what I thought. Yeah. And I was really excited about that, but it was a a cute movie, though. Once upon a time for... uh for, for kids, for right. kids, yeah. yeah. That's I, and if you want to read a review on it, go on WDW Info and look for my review of it because I am. A, it was a guilty pleasure. My, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I ran to that soundtrack for uh, an embarrassing amount of time. <laughs> I'm rotten to the core. Yep, Sorry. she knows me. She gets it. All right, now uh, for all the bad stories and tragic stories that that we hear uh, regarding the news this one just jumped out at me yeah um this was on uh people on people magazine's website people.com um when students at ellen is it ellen e-l-o-n elon university learned about a beloved campus coffee shops employees lifelong dream they fundraised for weeks to make it happen on monday junior taylor zizholtz and freshman lucy smith williams surprised Catherine thompson with the $8,000 that they raised to send her and her family to Disney World. Thompson works the night shift at an on-campus coffee shop, and on September 11th, the 10-year veteran employee of the university was chatting with the two students when she found out that one of them was from Florida. Her eyes filled with tears as she spilled out her biggest dream in life is to take her son, daughter-in-law, and two grandsons to Disney World. It didn't take much longer for these two college students to grasp her hard work and dedication, and they decided to do something. So they put together a crowd, a crowdfunding, uh, a crowdfunding page on GoFundMe.com, and sent the link around to students and alumni with the provision that they keep it secret. 
Within three days, they were halfway to their goal. They continued fundraising for three more weeks, all the while encouraging their friends to keep everything quiet. Uh, as of last Friday, the page had raised over $8,000, wow. all of which will go towards this woman's family trip. Mm-hmm. And when the big reveal came, uh, the two students donned Mickey Mouse t-shirts and created a big sign that read, we wanted to thank you for all you do. You and your family are going to Disney World. And included heartfelt comments from students that had been posted along uh, with the, on the GoFundMe page. And of course, this woman was in tears and uh, she said that uh, she was most excited to take her grandson, who has autism, to meet his favorite character, Mickey Mouse. Uh, she said, I'm just excited to be going to see my grandson's eyes light up when he sees Mickey. I hope he won't be scared of him. <laughs> <laughs> so I just thought that was a great story that, you know, just this random act of kindness um, that we just hear so little about. I think more right. of it probably goes on in the world than we know about because. A lot of times, if it bleeds, it leads. Mm-hmm. And so you don't hear about this stuff. But it was just nice as I was like searching, because it was kind of a slow news week. Um, and I was doing some searching for a good third news story. Um, not that Descendants 2 was a good <laughs> second news story. But uh, I saw this. I'm like, you know what? That's really cool. That's really cool. So hats off. Hats off to these two college uh, students yeah. for doing this. And uh, I think that's really, really awesome. And I think everybody should... Try and find an opportunity to do a random act of kindness mm-hmm. and send people send people For to sure. Disney World. Have them book with dreams, though. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. So, all right, that's going to yeah, do it for great. the... For the news, we're going to move on to rapid fire. We'll start with you, Miss Is Whirling. Okay, mine's really rapid. Soaring is going to be down for a rehab January 4th through the summer of 2016. So. Well, this is, they're adding the third theater, and they're probably changing the film. Mm-hmm. So... I have to make sure I get on it one more time before they yep. do it. We wrote it yesterday. It's like, oh, I got to come back and do this a few more times. Yeah. Yeah. So, but Soren being down for the better part of six months, a little more than six months, is going to be a nightmare. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Hit for, yeah Epcot test track is going to be flooded. And so yeah. is the land because the land, the land never did better than when they right. moved to Fast Pass exactly. Plus. And people just, you know, had nothing to do while waiting for Soren. So. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to flock to Ellen's uh, energy adventure oh, now. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, that's the number two. <laughs> that's the number two, right up there with Journey into Imagination. Oh, Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you, Kathy. Jenny Lynn. Uh, my rapid fire is about the Candlelight Processional narrators. They have finally filled out the rest of the schedule. Meredith Vieira has been added for December 12th through the 14th. America... Ferrara. 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 Yeah, I'm sorry if I'm saying these wrong. Um, December 15th through December 17th, Chandra Wilson is December mm. 18th. Oh, we'd love to see her. The 18th through the 20th. Love and her Grey's Anatomy. Daniel yeah. Day Kim is December I love Daniel 21st Day Kim. to December Me 23rd. Me too. He was awesome on Lost. Yeah, I love him. I'm going to so see him. That's a good are, lineup. Those, good, are the very four, good lineup. Um, those are the last four that filled in those the, the holes that they hadn't announced yet. So everything's all set to go. Start making your reservations. Awesome. Thank you so much. Mrs. Martin. Okay. This is very exciting. Um, Shelly May, <laughs> the Disney bear, <laughs> is going to be hitting Disneyland and Walt Disney World shelves this fall. This is Duffy and Drag, isn't it? It sure is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to be honest, when I read this story, I was like, it sounds like Adam and Eve, but with Minnie Mouse as God. 
So let me just expound on that. <laughs> so Shelly Mae was introduced at Tokyo Disney Resort in 2010 and then later brought to Alani. And she's one of the most requested items from Duffy fans here in the States, apparently. So the new merchandise will feature a 17-inch plush along with several costume options. They'll also have a two-pack that has outfits for Shelly and Duffy. Tupac? Shelly May, excuse me. Tupac. (laughs) (laughs) And then they're also going to have a 12-inch My First Shelly May plush for the smaller children. And they'll have some pre-dressed options, Shelly May the cheerleader and Shelly May the Disney Parks tourist. Oh, wow. So the story goes that um, Minnie made Shelly May so that Duffy would have a best friend. But so, we got so rid like of I Duffy. Do we have to use like, air quotes for so, best friends? So I picked like, her like taking some stuffing, you know, like God took the rib from Adam and like creating, crafting <laughs> Shelly May. I think it's weird that they announced this right after they announced that Duffy would no longer yeah. uh, appear. It's so bizarre. They I kicked just, him out to let her in. You know what? Yeah, I thought that was a little I, strange. I, I said it before and it ended up being a, like a little meme among some dizzers. Stop trying to make Duffy happen. <laughs> there will also be a hardcover book. So if you want the story Ooh. to have it personally and keep with you always, you can totally well, have that. Maybe there'll be bedtime with, uh, what is it, Shelly <laughs> May yeah. instead of Duffy. Or so bedtime with Shelly May and Duffy, and it'll be X-rated. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, a different channel in your resort room. <laughs> Shelly May merchandise will be available wherever Disney the Duffy Bear, or Duffy the Disney Bear, whatever. <laughs> Backwards. Um are offered. Plus, select items will be available at the Disney Parks online store or from the Shop Disney Parks app. So keep They're an eye out. They're going to incorporate um, Shelly and Duffy inside of uh, the Country Bear Jamboree. Next. <laughs> Comes next. Oh, I'm telling no. you. It's a terrible, no. terrible, terrible thought. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, when they were getting rid of Duffy, I was like, yes, the bear is going away. And now they're just bringing in a yeah. female. Yeah. All they did was well, put a bow on Duffy. I mean, And really. that's all what they're probably going to do with the character <laughs> costume that they have. They got to get rid of Duffy so they can sew on a bow to the top. And then in three months, they're going to start saying, meet Shelly May. <laughs> Poor Daisy. Really? had the operation. <laughs> getting the boot. Yeah, really. Yep. Duffy just had, yeah, du- du- Duffy's trance. Shelly May Jenner. <laughs> uh, does it bother anybody else that they didn't separate her name, that it has two capital letters in it? It really bothers me. Uh, like anyway, Jenny Lynn. That doesn't bother me. <laughs> well, my name is. Oh. <laughs> oh. 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 I never noticed that's your like... name has two capital letters. Yeah, the J and the L. That's why oh. they call me JL. Oh. Jeez, Julie. Okay. Jeez, Louise. Oh, well. All right. Jeez. Off the wheel. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. <laughs> Thank you, Julie. Now we Corey. Know she really feels. Uh, Flying Fish uh, Cafe, as you know it, will be no more. Um, Flying Fish will not take any reservations after January 31st. 2016, the restaurant will close for several months to be reimagined with a new look and new menu. The menu will still offer seasonal specialties, and the onstage kitchen will remain. Um, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I always felt it's a little crowded in there. Like your tables are really close together; it's hard to maneuver around. Yeah, so. it is tough. Yeah, I enjoyed the so, food. The food is so good. Yeah, yeah. This is kind of a shock that. They're choosing to do this with flying fish that really didn't have anything wrong with the yeah. menu to begin with. Why not fix one of the the problem child's children somewhere else? Problem childs? <laughs> I, I went there. I tried to pull it back. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I thought Bad the theming was pretty good in there. <laughs> That's gonna be that's gonna be Craig, the title of Craig's biography. <laughs> when bad things happen to good sentences. That's perfect. I'm having a rough day. <laughs> you are having a bad day. All right, thank you, Corey Rhino. Um, okay, so mine is 
uh, Oprah's uh, chef here. That's not Oprah. Oprah. <laughs> right here. <laughs> Oprah's had a sex change. Oprah. And a race change, apparently. Art Smith, uh, who's best known for being uh, Oprah's private chef, um, a, he... Um, his restaurant that we talked about on the show before, it was originally called Florida Fish Camp. Do you guys mm-hmm. remember this discussion yep. when we were like, doesn't sound like restaurant? They renamed it Homecoming, Florida Kitchen and Southern Shine. Um, Still, it sounds like a home goods store. Yeah. yeah it's, it, it, well, there's a, <laughs> there's a name challenge with this. There's a, um, it says the new venture is described as where Florida heritage meets new Southern cuisine. And it'll have Southern favorites, including homemade pimento cheese, church lady deviled eggs, low country shrimp and grits, kale salad and sweet grass dairy cheese, and spice pecans, a grilled backstrap pork chop with sawmill gravy, cakes, pies, sweets. A a gas-walled show kitchen will allow guests to see the action, and the Southern Shine Bar will offer cocktails, punches, and coolers. There is nothing in this paragraph that ever makes me want to go to this place. Well, backstrap caught my surprise. I've now have not had venison in a really long time, so that'll. Is that what that is? I didn't know. It's the best part. Well, and and everyone, we have new information now that if you want to make Julie gag. Just say pimento cheese. Pimento oh, really? Cheese. Oh, you don't like it? Eggs. And deviled eggs. And deviled Two eggs. Of those things. Wow. So if you have a normal. pimento cheese deviled egg uh, recipe, oh. please send that to She's Julie. not my wife. She's not my wife. I was going to say, are you sure you're Southern? Oh. I know, right? <laughs> Just so you know, one of our cocktail hour uh, appetizers is pimento cheese dip. So, I'm not even joking. <laughs> no, everyone I know eats it. I just cannot eat it. Oh, it's so gross. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Rhino Craig. Okay, so for everyone out there who wants to uh, get a ticket for the big Star Wars opening night event where you go see the movie at uh, the AMC at Disney Springs and then go to Hollywood Studios after, the tickets just finally sold out this morning for the few remaining shows that were available. So you are now uh, out of luck. And for no one who knows what that's even about, well, for a very brief time you were able to buy tickets to see the movie technically the night before it comes out, even though every theater starts showing it at 7 o'clock regardless. Uh, But then if you paid for this really extra expensive ticket, then you get to go to Hollywood Studios after to ride the... uh, to ride Star Tours with the newly added uh, scenes from The Force Awakens in the mix, uh, as well as their new uh, fireworks show, which I'm sure will be 90% of the old Star Wars fireworks show with just one new music cue thrown in. Um, and then I think there was like one other Nothing thing. There. The Star Wars the launch, launch bay. bay oh, yeah, the launch bay, which... You get to go yeah, in it. See, get a glimpse of what's going to be coming with the uh, new Star Wars uh, attractions coming later on. So, and your favorite uh, yeah, part, they, out now, but. they're also going to have a DJ party. I know you're sorry you're missing that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with that. But I'm going to be there. I got tickets. So, But yeah, the I'm, ticket was only 99 right? That's if you got the highest level. There were three levels, depending on the format um, that you watched the show in, because you could watch it in 2D, 3D, or 3D EXT. So... But, I mean, that's not a bad price for Disney. No. It's not. Not for the after I'm going. Party. Because the movie is two and a half hours, so if people start, if they go to the seven o'clock showing, the first one, then they're out by nine thirty over to Hollywood Studios by ten, and then they have a solid four hours in the park. Yeah, it's open till to two a.m. Have fun with all that stuff, and just so people are aware, um, even though that event is sold out, tickets aren't just like automatically sold out everywhere around the country. Uh, most theaters aren't that I've looked at, at least in the Florida area, besides the IMAX at the point, and then the special event, there are showings 
that you can get with no issues at all. Universal showing it 31 times on the wow. actual wow. night of the 17th. So that means yeah, probably that's just that night, yeah. At least eight or nine theaters One are being day. taken up over at Universal yeah. for it. So mm-hmm. uh, it, it's still available to see places. And if you haven't gone and watched the new mm-hmm. trailer yet, go do that. Look at the poster. Geek out. It's coming soon. Can I, I just tell you today? how stressful it was trying to get tickets for that thing? The internet, like, sites across the did board. Did you get them? I did, but it took me hours and hours. The sites were crashing everywhere. MovieTickets.com, mm. AMC, Freers, Fandango. I have I have a group of eight that's going. Oh, so. thanks for asking. <laughs> I didn't know you wanted to. I'm sorry. Oh, Pete, where, Pete loves Star Wars. He has okay. a Star Wars shirt. I do. <laughs> All right, I'll keep my ears he open for an extra ticket. Oh no, now I feel terrible. He's even got a BB-8 behind Corey's head right there. Boop. Right. right. All right. I'll see what I. Context start clues. Seeing what I can do Context. if I can. Find Julie's something. not a Star Wars fan, so I didn't tell her this, but I ordered the complete saga, the nine disc gift set, and so <laughs> I'm gonna have movie night with Ferris and Finley. You can, you can join us if you want. I'll be leaving, and so, you're gonna have pimento cheese as a dip, right? <laughs> exactly. <And> deviled eggs. <laughs> see, I'm. But I, I feel like I need to take it upon myself to educate the kids with Star Wars, with all the how they're coming to Disney and all this <laughs> stuff. So I need to, you know, I have to. Yes, I'm I agree. I'm trying to keep calm right now because. Uh, Pete was gracious enough to let Kylie and I go on the December backstage magic trip now uh, and join that group. So the trip starts in Hollywood and uh, it starts on the 13th. They announced that the premiere of Star Wars was going to be on the 14th and it will most likely be at the Dolby Theater, Mm. which is connected to the hotel. So I'm hoping I get to... They they announced that it was going to be at the... That theater. It is. Do, do you know, I thought you saw that. I missed yeah. that announcement. You and I were having that conversation, and then I literally read it in the news that it announced that that was the theater that they were using for that premiere. So, yeah, so your <laughs> your hopes are going up and up. Like, I'll just sneak in the yeah. back <laughs> and get arrested, but that's fine. All right. Thank you, Craig, for that 93-minute rapid fire. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, we still have another one. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, dates for the Christmas parade uh, taping at the Magic Kingdom were announced. Uh, Disney Park's Unforgettable Christmas Celebration Parade is November 10th to the 13th. Um, the parade airs on Christmas morning on ABC and it's filmed in the Magic Kingdom. Uh, park guests can attend the taping with regular <coughs> ticket, uh, regular tickets from Magic Kingdom, so no special tickets are needed. I know a lot of people wait for that. I know my... Uh, <laughs> My right, girl- here. right here. <laughs> yeah, my girlfriend as well was like checking dates, checking dates, but... Does, is uh, Michael Strahan and uh, Kelly doing it? I don't know. Hosting the show? They or Nick Cannon yet. and someone. Mariah Carey. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Whatever. Well, at least they <laughs> dropped Frozen from so the name So I, I just, I want to ask somebody a question. Um, um, uh, who, who here has seen the Brady Bunch movies? Yeah, yeah the, the, the 90s ones? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah you've of seen them. Um, doesn't he sound like Peter Brady? Oh, God, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know who that is. <laughs> I need to close my eyes and listen. You don't know what the Brady Bunch? I know what the Brady Bunch is, but I, I don't know. But go home and watch it. Those are funny movies. Those See, now I have to go back movies. and watch it. The first it one's the better one. Compare. I hear it now. But listen to his his voice reminds me of the actor yeah. who plays Peter Brady. No, my, now that you said it, it's like, it's uncanny. Is that a good thing? <laughs> not <laughs> well, not necessarily. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> but I'm just trying to, trying to throw as many monikers, you know, uh, Steve, Pete, Junior Brady Porter. Um, <laughs> oh, geez. As many monikers on him as we can. Now, while we are talking about Steve, Pete, Junior Brady Porter, 
Um, he did an article. Uh, Steve's been writing an enormous number of articles, great articles for uh, the site. One of them was on the recent rehab to Pirates of the Caribbean, where he made some of his opinions known, which is what I ask all these guys to do. And Steve got his first internet beatdown from <laughs> the did. audience. I did. So I, I want to give him an opportunity fun. to like kind of share what it is that people took exception to. Some of the comments he got and his uh, his responses to it. So, yeah, uh, I I'll try to be I'll be professional. I'm not mad at anyone. I actually like when people are critical. Uh, I've had other articles where people are. Well, critical. you sound like Peter Brady, and you suck. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, seriously, I I do like when people have something to say or input that adds to what I've written, and even if it's negative, that's I always enjoy that. Um, but I just saw that this article was particularly interesting. People like kind of telling me I'm stupid or that I like need medication and all these crazy <laughs> outlandish That's things. why you don't read that crap. Um, <laughs> but but uh, the, the, major, the two major criticisms were that I used flash photography uh, and that I, um, that I didn't include that it had to deal with infrastructure. One, I didn't take the photos. We, the, we have photos set up. All of the contributors have photos set up that they can use. Mm-hmm. Um, and two... Uh, not mentioning the infrastructure, I did in part because I wanted to come back from the ride being upgraded to see, to, normal guests shouldn't have to know that it was for inf- an infrastructural problem, especially when you're going to have these updates like adding new costumes or adding new, adding new scents. And when those new additions, like the new costumes or the new scents, don't impress me, I'm going to be critical of them. And when people are mad at me for being critical of that, then I'll take that hate because... I feel like that's what the Diz is here to do, is to right, be critical exactly. when, yep. when things aren't the way that we expect them as guests to, to be. Well, I feel like maybe you know you've done something right when you strike a nerve with people, yeah. too. Cause mm-hmm. yeah. Well, yeah, my, my, my father used to say, uh, you, you, know, you know you're doing something right when they start shooting. Um, and so I've done a lot right. And people are um, very protective of their favorite attraction. Look. So. Pirates is one of my all-time favorites. Now, I haven't been on the new version yet, mm-hmm. so I can't say. Yeah, I haven't either. But I don't feel defensive when somebody says, yeah, I don't like it. Yeah. If, if okay. there were new scents, I missed them. Right. But, but the costumes, it's like, okay, if you did something. You didn't notice. I, no. Well, I, normally, I, came through, I mean, I knew that they had done things, but I came through and said whatever they did was so minor well, right. normally the only scent you have on Pirates of the Caribbean is chlorine. Yeah. 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 Um, I remember, I think, was I, did I say this in the show last week or the week before? When the, the first night I moved to Florida, John had already been here, and we were in temporary housing in Metro West that Disney had set us up in while we looked for, looked for a house. And this is because John was working for Disney. It has nothing to do with what we're doing here. Uh, and as soon as we get to the apartment, like I said, I'm just, just literally got in. As soon as we get back to the apartment, John runs right into the kitchen, pours a glass of water, says, what does this smell like? And I smell it. I'm like, it smells like Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> and he's like, exactly. Because our water is very chlorinated here. Now, obviously, in Pirates of the Caribbean, in any of the uh, water rides, they have to keep it very chlorinated to keep it clean. But uh, I don't know why I needed to tell you that whole story. Um, so what else, Steve? 
Um, I mean, that, that was the main part. I just felt like I wanted to be critical when, uh, I don't know, I, I, don't want, I wasn't trying to attack people's favorite rides. I just thought that if the ride is going to be down for the whole summer, yeah, right. there are people that come here once in a lifetime. And for it to be down the whole summer, and then for me to come get on the ride and say, meh, was kind right. of like, I, if it's going to be down for a whole summer, we should all come back and say, wow, like, look what they did. Look, look how, how shiny s- the pigs are. Yeah, look yeah. how spectacular <laughs> all these changes are. Not like, oh, they changed it? Like, what's new? Like, people that got off the, most people that probably rode the ride that day didn't know that there is anything new to it. I right. Think. There's actually been a lot of uh, a lot of complaints surrounding it coming back from uh, its refurbishment because, yeah, people are throwing around the it was all shut down because of infrastructure. No, that's what some people told you out there. We might have even told you that at one point. Uh, that doesn't mean we know. We don't work for Disney. Only they know what happened. Second, they said, oh well, it was because the boats were taking on water that's why they took it down to start fixing that problem well no because i went on and wrote it and had to protect my camera for life as well well as other aren't they using the boats from disneyland they are and that's why the boats are taking on water exactly and they were supposed to you know this all comes down to cast members not putting four fully grown adults in the front row so when it goes down a hill, a wave comes up over yeah. the boat. Use some common sense on that. So yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, because there's because of that. nothing better. There's nothing better than being covered in stagnant, overchlorinated water, <laughs> which is basically like taking a shower in Florida. And I waited thirty or forty minutes to go on the ride to shoot a video of it. And all I kept hearing was, okay, well, you know, they updated the animatronics. They're more fluid. They upgraded the audio so it's so much more crisp. Uh, The costumes are great. I noticed the costumes, especially like Barbosa's, which, you know, Stephen put a picture of Barbosa in the article, and it was his old costume. So anyone who knew anything, first off, should have realized that that is not a new picture. He was not taking flash photos in there because he's wearing something different now. Two, we got around to the auction scene. The pirates were not as, you know, as moving as much as people were saying they were supposed to. And see, there was at least two of the animatronics that their audio was broken, so it was crackling in and out. So I wasted 40 minutes on something I couldn't even use anything with because it's... Did you sell or buy the pound? Like, are you kidding? So... They almost need to do a little more work on this, and then maybe it'll be better. Because mm-hmm. yeah, the scents aren't there, and w- the upgrades that they made—they're not fully upgrades yet until they're working as they should. Now, Kathy, you've been on it, right? Mm-hmm. Your your opinion? I agree with him. I mean, it's—I went on it like knowing where they had done different things, and I'm like, it was a yawner. It was like, oh, okay, that's really what they did. Okay, and this is like Little Mary Sunshine over here when it comes <laughs> yeah, to Yeah, I was, so. you know, I was sort of disappointed. I'm like, that's it? They had said great things beforehand. I wasn't that impressed. And the people that were in the boat with me went, they did something here? So. Hmm. Anybody else been on it? Yeah. I mean, I noticed the changes, but I look at the details. I love that ride. I <clears throat> There were things in the ride before that had been broken for a while that finally got fixed and you know things like the guy sleeping with the pigs his chest was always weird when it would rise to the point that it looked like he had breasts um they they fixed that so now it looks like he has a heaving chest rather than he has bosoms but um 
there is that. And there's a, there's a word for those I can't use. I <laughs> um, the dogs are fluffier. Yeah, um, there's a different the, dog. I yeah. do appreciate updates to classic rides. Don't get me wrong. Like, am I? Well, when, tell me this: Am I wrong, or did the redhead? She's more realistically proportioned. Is that true? It, she looked. I didn't notice that, but she, she had a bust like, reduction. She looked like a plus model rather than. Oh, a, really? Yeah. She just looked freshened up. Maybe that's what it was. I just thought, oh, she's more realistically proportioned, but um, I could be wrong. But I noticed. I noticed the changes. But I could see how the average guest wouldn't. But, I mean, it's our job to notice the details. And if the details that they say beforehand don't sort of match up to how they are when you go on the ride, it's sort of like, what did you accomplish? I also said in the article, for the sense that they added, I did kind of, if you really are trying to pay attention to sense, you can notice them. But they, they should just crank up the dial on the mm-hmm. vents of whatever the scent, because it's nothing like Soren or anything like that yeah. where you're like, or even in Rome when you go in Spaceship Earth where you're like immersed from right. the smell. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, is there a smell? Is there a change? I wasn't, I don't know. I, I wasn't sure of that either. I thought that maybe it smelled like gunpowder in the cannon room. Yeah. But I wasn't quite sure. Um, I know that room looked better because it had more fog and stuff like that. And I know that um, the the misty screen now switches between Barbosa and Davy Jones rather than yeah, just having yep. the one. But again, like you're saying, these are very minor things. And is it really? Oh, then maybe I've been on it since it went down too, and I didn't notice anything. <laughs> now that I think about it, I think I went on it too. Eh. It is what it is. It's just the ride. We talked about this on the Universal show too. Is that like when it comes to people's like favorite classic rides that they can't just accept that sometimes have to change or they get really defensive in your case. And so if anyone says and one critical thing, they'll just lose their mind. E- even though the 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 critical thing could be extremely valid. Yeah, and don't get me wrong. I love pirates. I oh, yeah. still with the changes. I'm not attacking the current ride. I'm just I'm kind of attacking. That I didn't think the updates were where they should have been. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that's the only thing. Okay. Yeah. Duffy Bear Jamboree. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that will do it for this episode of our show. We hope you enjoyed it, and we'll see you again next time with another edition of the Diz Unplugged. Thanks for being with us, everyone. And remember, stay out of the damn lakes. Have a good week. Bye.